0: Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Friday, June 25th, 2021. Topics on today's episode include notes on new FHFA Director Sandra Thompson, another Community Home Lenders Association letter, and how interest rates seem to be stuck in a rut. I'd like to thank this week's podcast sponsor, Candor. Have you heard of Candor yet? As you'll hear shortly, they're gaining groundswell for their dynamic, adaptive, and automated underwriting engine. As lenders are working on adjusting margins, best X, and staffing, while at the same time relieved that rates haven't gone up and pipelines are motoring along, the industry continues to consider the ripple effects of director Mark Calabria's departure from running the FHFA, ergo Fannie and Freddie, and the news of nominee Sandra Thompson. Sasha Hewlett, Director of Secondary and Capital Markets with the Mortgage Bankers Association, wrote, We have priorities for new incoming leadership that include things that can ease the disruptions caused by the PSPA issues. That being said, while there are immediate steps we'll be asking new FHFA leadership to take to alleviate the market disruptions, any actual revisions to the PSPAs are expected to take at least a few months. End quote. But wait, nominated for Assistant Secretary of HUD, is acting Consumer Finance Protection Bureau Director Dave Uejo And HUD doesn't want to be left out. President Biden announced that he intends to nominate Julia Gordon to be the next federal housing commissioner at the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. With or without lending experience, and some argued that there is enough bureaucracy in some backgrounds already, Changes a afoot. Scott Olson with the Community Home Lenders Association shot over a note. Quote, Sandra Thompson is now acting director of the FHFA, and CHLA congratulates her on her position. With that, neither she nor Treasury Secretary Yellen had anything to do with the restrictive PSPA caps on certain types of Fannie and Freddie loans. So Wednesday night, CHLA sent a letter to both of them asking them to immediately suspend these caps. As we argue in our letter, caps on loans to underserved borrowers and investor loans are completely contradictory to the administration's push on racial equity and homeownership and run counter to all the policy and financial actions taken to provide more flexibility in response to the COVID crisis, end quote. For the link to that letter, visit robchrisman.com. Rates are plain old stuck in a rut. The yield on the 10-year risk-free treasury note seems very content at 1.49%. Nonetheless, we did have a day of mixed economic data yesterday. Initial jobless claims decreased by 7,000 to 411,000 which was higher than the expected 380000 figure. On the bright side, continuing claims at $3.39 million were the lowest since March 21, 2020. Durable goods orders increased 2.3% month over month in May, not as much as expected. Finally, the third estimate for Q1 GDP was unchanged at 6.4%, as expected. While well, the third estimate for the GDP price deflator was also unchanged at 4.3%, as expected. The day's $62 billion seven-year note auction was met with much better demand than Tuesday's two-year note offering or Wednesday's five-year note sale. And in Washington, President Biden reached a tentative agreement with a bipartisan group of senators on a $579 billion five-year infrastructure plan. Freddie Mac informed us yesterday that 30-year mortgage rates broke above 3% for the first time since mid-April after rising nine basis points versus the prior week. Separately, Black Knight reported that the number of active forbearance plans edged slightly higher, up 1,000, this week, continuing what's become a common trend of marginal mid-month increases. Even so, the population of 2.06 million, or 3.9% of homeowners that remain in COVID-19-related forbearance plans, is down 6% from the same time last month. Today's calendar is underway with personal income and spending for May, both down 2.0% unchanged, respectively as well as PCE prices and the core PCE price index, up 0.5% in May. Later this morning brings June Michigan sentiment and a heavy slate of Fed speakers. The New York Fed desk, charged with buying and selling securities for the Federal Reserve, will conduct the last two operations on the current schedule, which total $4.1 billion. In the afternoon, the desk will release a new schedule covering the June 28th to July 14th period, which is expected to total $4.5 billion per business day. We begin Friday with agency MBS prices unchanged and the 10 year yielding 1.48% after closing yesterday at 1.49%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. A blonde was weed whacking her yard and accidentally cut off the tail of her cat, who was hiding in the grass. She rushed her cat, along with the tail, over to Walmart. Why, Walmart? Hello. Walmart is the largest retailer in the world. <laughs> Thanks again to Kandor for sponsoring today's podcast. I look forward to hearing more great things. Want to know more? Go to candortechnology.com. Tell them Robbie Chrisman sent you.